Hello everyone, thanks for joining us today on the Movie Gains Roundtable. I'm your host Kyan and I'm joined today by James. How's it man? I'm good bro, I'm good. And Nayan. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. You good? Rough week, eh? <laughs> it's a long week, it's long a long week. week. But uh, yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. me yeah. too. Just started work after my leave, so regretted going back. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was sort of on leave as well. Yeah, um, yeah we, we, we both were in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leave yeah. apostrophes. Yes. Yeah. No, but the first week back after leave is always, always tough. Yeah. 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 So we were both, yeah. both in isolation, of course, because of the COVID scares mm-hmm. again here in New Zealand. But um, I think we're all... We're kind of getting towards the end of the battle, I think, with, with the cases going down now. Yeah. 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 And we're all happy and healthy. We're all happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Nothing. Don't tell me how I'm feeling, guys. All right. On the Movie Games Roundtable, we try our best to keep things a little more relaxed and distance from the hustle and bustle of nonstop industry news. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, we encourage you to send us questions or thoughts over on our Instagram page. And we'll see if we can cover it here on the next episode. But for today's episode, we want to jump through a few questions here, keep it a little more relaxed and fun uh, with that. The first question of the day is about famous characters and stories entering something called public domain. Now, if no one here knows what public domain is, it's basically a law, a copyright law in a sense, that means that after 95 years, um, a piece of material will enter the public domain and is able to be seen or distributed and, I guess, transformed by others. Adapted. Um, adapted, yeah. in a way. Might be the word. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. In a sense. like mm. You're able to tamper with it more and, yeah. Yeah. and distribute it. Uh, in a sense, it's kind of like history. Mm. Um, so, with that, there are a couple of char- key characters, or rather key properties, that is about to I say about to, but it's like Mm. in 10 years, um, about to sort of enter (laughs) public domain. And that is Mm. Superman and Batman. So Superman will come in 2033 Mm. and Batman will come in 2034, Mm. which essentially allows them to be transformed a bit and used um, to, I guess, different creators. You know, it's like a, it's like a color, color in their palette that Mm. they can use now. Yeah. Um, now, I understand not all aspects of these characters can be used. Mm. Um, for example, their namesake, like the, the term Superman, mm. you can't actually use that because it's trademarked. Yeah. yeah. You can trademark certain things, but you can't trademark like a character, for example. Mm. Um, and then stuff like villains, um, those came in later issues of comic books. Yeah. So technically you can't use those because then that would be later on in the years or oh, so you gotta wait till like each story or when they're introduced yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly it makes right. it incredibly difficult if not almost pointless to to sort of attempt it all oh, right um it'll be like a watered down version of the character and in a few years time they can start bringing in yeah. more <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and, yeah. and in more flavors to that drink like mm. what's superman without him being able to fly what's superman without Lex Luthor and any of those things. To answer, to, to answer your question, what is Superman without flying? Smallville. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. And it doesn't even have the name Superman. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Or wears the super suit. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think we'll ignore all the technical jargon and stuff and, and kind of 
get more into the sort of core question here. Is mm. this good? Is this a good thing? Do, do you think this can be useful to creators? Do you think they can transform this into interesting adaptations? I mean, I think so. Like, um, especially for comic books and, you know, literature, I think it's great. You know, you can use these sort of characters or elements of the character and, you know, you, you can avoid all that copyright sort of you know yeah well, all that all that law and that complex all that kind of stuff you, you just get rid of it uh so yeah there's some interesting stuff that can be done with comic wise i i have zero clue on how it could be done in a film um mm. at least until at least like not until like uh more of you know superman and batman stories are uh, as they enter the public domain you know if you want to go for superman at what 2033 you said yeah. yeah 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 so if you want to go from it straight away you're not going to get much of a character there they're, yeah. they're still rounding out things with that uh character at the time so i mean there's something interesting here and you know it very well could be uh something interesting along the way um but i think where this will thrive is more in literature than you know a visual medium of any sort so like comic books you think yeah. like that they can like someone can create their own sort of adaptation, like a Superman adaptation that's like interesting visually. and Yeah, because yeah, I, I think when you come to like artists and stuff like that, if you remove that barrier of, um, I guess, fear of being copyrighted, yeah. you can kind of, you get a, and then it allows like, you know, these artists and these storytellers to really create something without that sort of fear of, oh, we're going to be copyrighted by DC Comics. That's so, true. Yeah. 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 I'd like to see in the film, um, is there anything where they can get them for mentioning it? Because I'm pretty sure Eternals mentioned Clark Kent and Superman and Robin. Did they mention? I didn't. I only got yeah. Superman part. I don't know if they mentioned anything else. I think there might be like there might be laws that allow you to reference things. As they might have just brought a one-off or something, something like that. Yeah. Or maybe or it's or like is your, it just the physical. It's really visual. complex when it gets to like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like they own you own the name and you own the S like like dc or whatever they own mm. the name the term superman yeah and they own the s that symbol oh yeah so if you own those two things it's like really how do you advertise your comic as like a superman comic or whatever. yeah but the weird thing is is that once you actually get into the like say you do, do a superman comic mm. once you get into the pages you're allowed to call him kal-el you're allowed mm. to reference Lewis Lane. You're allowed oh, to reference okay. Clark yeah. Kent. You're yeah. allowed to do those things. Only just... things that are in that story at the time, right? Yeah. yeah so okay. it's just the sort of yeah. the branding yeah. itself is that's copyrighted. It's like oh. the front page. In yeah. a sense. Oh, that's interesting. I feel we already get some of that nowadays, you know, like we pretty much have a Superman in The Boys, which is Homelander. Yeah. The evil. Brightburn as Brightburn well. Brightburn yeah. as well. Yeah. And, and you know, these yeah. are good points. Uh, Icarus of Eternals, as you were mentioning before. Yeah. He's, exactly. he's kind of like he's the Superman. Superman yeah. 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 There's so many. There's already so many like sort of adaptations in a sense of Superman. That it's they like, just kind of dodged that. Yeah. <laughs> they dodged that law. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, wait a second. Do, do we even need this to be in public domain? It feels like people have already been doing this. They've been getting mm. away with it for so long. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Mm. Yeah. In 10 years time, which is very soon. Yeah. The thing that gets me is that, yeah. you know, there's actually so many, like when you go down the rabbit hole of like open domain, mm. or, sorry, you know, public domain, you actually realize there's so many stories you didn't realize were like public domain. That's why you see it everywhere. Like oh, yeah. Dracula, um, HP Lovecraft, Frankenstein's monster, 
you know, like Mary oh, Shelley. Mary, yeah, by Mary Shelley. Like oh. you see, you actually yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, you did not like that Mary Shelley film. I, you didn't like it either. I, we, uh, yeah, I definitely didn't like it though. So. Yeah, you fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of two movies I fell asleep in. Yeah. What was the other? I was asleep. I forgot. um i think it's like it's actually quite surprising how many um stories out there actually are in public domain you're like huh Mm. like so that's why you're able to create a television series just called dracula you know it's like Mm. well because dracula's from like the 1800s or whatever that's interesting yeah it is all right on to the next subject um we are on Characters you would like to see in television form. So, what do I mean by this? Basically, with the news of there being a Penguin TV series, alongside stuff like Peacemaker and all the MCU shows, it seems like there's a lot of film and television that there's like a line between them that seems to be blurring now. You get a movie, and then suddenly a TV series is announced. And it's like, whoa, okay. And it's like, yeah, the same characters are in this. And you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. So it's that line blurring. Mm. For you, what's a property, or more specifically, what's a character you would like to see from a movie, like an already established movie, mm. that would get a TV series? Only because DC is completely trashing on this character right now, and that's uh, Man of Steel, Superman, Henry Cavill's. Wait, Superman. so you want Henry Cavill, Superman... In TV, yeah, because... In TV form. Yeah, because they're wow. not really going to do... Well, that type of character in the DCU, they're not really going to make another movie about him. It's very clear that they've been trying to avoid it, and with all this other Superman um, properties that's already been announced as well. Yeah. So why not just do, like, a little TV series about it, just continuing on about his development as a Man of Steel and stuff like that. That'll be pretty interesting to see, and it'll appease that fandom that wants to see... More of uh, Henry Cavill's Clark Kent and Superman. You are that fandom. I am not that fandom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it would, um, uh, you know, in a perfect world, it would patch the holes that yeah. are currently existing between all this DC stuff. If you could do it. I mean, I'm I'm liking where DC's going right now. Mm. But I don't, I'm, I'm not a fan of that idea. With Superman, you can't just put him on a TV show. The budget's too high. And, uh, unless they're willing to, like, actually put in, like... 50 million an episode like yeah. you're talking big bucks to superman and uh lord of the rings budget right here huh yeah lord it looked like a <laughs> ps3 game um <laughs> another conversation but yeah no I, I think he he deserves the movie format he is like a top three most popular superhero of all time you know alongside with stuff like batman and spider-man and stuff like that he deserves more of a a showcase and that's when movies mm. come in i feel but it's clean not getting that that that's true yeah so i mean i'll agree with you in the sense that wherever henry cavill can be superman i'm all for it yeah 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 you know like i could be down for the superman series if it was set like not after all this man of steel stuff like it was set before where he was like growing up a crayfish man and you're like growing up like Mm. growing a growing man basically i understand cavill's he's aged a bit since then but Mm. um you know, I could be interested in that angle because mm. so you're before left, he's Superman. Before he's Superman, like you're, you're left with more of a clean slate about like his life, discovering his powers and who he is, kind who of he thing. is. You're like, um, you know, almost finding his like moral center. Yeah, where it's like, you know, 
you see those scenes in Man of Steel. I mean, a, a scene in particular I remember is when he's in that bar. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's, like, show, he's shown to be very reserved and, like, keep his cool. And then kills his, and destroys that truck. Yeah, and he destroys <laughs> the truck, but... <laughs> like, in, like, a ridiculous way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just, like, impales it or something. It's ridiculous. That's a big insurance claim right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, I feel like if you, you have a story that shows, like, how he's been able to sort of contain all that uh sort of anger i guess mm. that could be an interesting angle you could do it that way and you know you wouldn't need the budget to be so high as well exactly yeah. if he's on like a, a journey of dis- discovery kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah you keep it more character focused and stuff yeah yeah um well, i mean you guys are all mentioning uh dc characters here i'll jump on board and say harley quinn um oh. and more specifically harley quinn and king shark <laughs> they have an animated series either is very highly praised. Yeah I, yeah, I haven't seen it myself. I just haven't gone around to it yet. But I've heard such great things about it, and I'm I'm really sick of sure Birds of Prey, but I'm not going to count that. Um, she's always left in the background or like a side character, and you know Birds of Prey. She's still a, like she's part of an ensemble of yeah, people. Yeah. She's always part of an ensemble. That's I think that's better wording there. Um, and I just kind of want her to just be on her own and just be the full entire thing and you know king shark would be a great side character to her but it's like two different personalities right there yeah i think (laughs) i think it'd be really interesting and you know you got margaret robbie who's one of the best you know working actresses today use that Mm. i don't think they're using her very well so i uh, that's what i'd want to see and she seems open to continuing to play the character in all her different ways and she plays it so great as well yeah Yeah. i don't think there's any future plans for that character either Mm. yeah i i do agree Mm. i have seen the animated tv series oh yeah harley quinch the tv show it is very good yeah Um, yeah it's very well written and Mm. very funny yeah um and i would love to see that angle Mm. if if they just did that live action or they did a different thing yeah um it'd be cool um, though it is largely a sort of Harley Quinn Poison Ivy series, mm. King Shark is definitely part of like the the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say Harry Potter. Like, like oh, ha- I, I was I was on the thought train of superheroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's just been the only thing done these days. Yeah, yeah. For sure. um, but you know, I've kind of reached a conclusion in my life where like I don't want any more Harry Potter. If the next best thing you can give me is Fantastic Beast, then <laughs> yeah, I would rather not Maybe be it's best. alive. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, oh. maybe, maybe it's best they they leave Harry Potter just, alone. Just leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. Just scrap that five five film plan they have for Fantastics, right? Oh, that's based on the book that's shorter than every Harry Potter book, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's you, you're getting me started. Let's just <laughs> we can move on now. Um, um, all right. Uh, well, my choice would be um, kind of one that is a little more off, not offbeat, but Mean Girls. You know, Mean Girls. Yeah. Oh, yes. I want a standalone TV series about Regina King <laughs> as like an older corporate girl, and like it's it's like her bitchy self. It's genius. It's absolutely <laughs> I I want to watch it right now. Rachel Mc- stop this. Rachel McAdams still on board? Yeah, hell yeah. Because <laughs> she would age with the character. She would, oh, yeah. yes. That's genius. That's so good. <laughs> and here we are just thinking about superheroes. What if you owns this? Can we send a message? I don't know who owns it. Let's go pitch this because Tina Fey wrote it. I know that. That's good. Yeah, carry yeah. on, sorry. <laughs> um 
Yeah, like I'm just imagining uh, the transition to the transition of Regina King and like the sort of modern day setting <laughs> where it's like, you know, a lot more, I guess, um, you know, you, you have to be a lot more careful with what you say, mm. but like put her in that situation where she has no filter and she's just like a chaos, you know, chaos. And yeah. it's like sort of like her coming around and like trying to figure herself out and stuff. Oh, so good. That, that's great. Yeah. Um, I actually have another one. But this one I actually think is, like, a really bad idea as well. Like, it's, like, they shouldn't do it. As well. But I want to see it. Yeah, right. your first one's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, Lay but this one, one I kind of know is a bad idea. <laughs> the Truman Show. I kind of want to see him outside of the outer world. And I know the whole point of the Truman Show is that you don't know what happens to him at the end. Mm. Yeah. You don't know where he's going. It's, it's supposed to be ambiguous. Mm. But I want to see what his life would be if the, tr- the Truman Show system started up again and they were doing it on someone else. All right. And, and he had to deal yeah. with the conflict in him. Yeah. Sort of like, what do I do? I know, like, what this is what I experienced, but I see that they have started the Truman Show up again. Yeah. Um, obviously, it'd be the something, something show, not yeah. the yeah. Truman Show. But yeah. they're doing it to someone else. Oh. And sort of like him, I guess, maybe finding his way back in there. I get your um, premise on if it, it could be good, but it also could be really bad. It could be yeah. really yeah. bad. Like, like mm. it could just, like, ruin the whole feeling right. of the Truman Show. I thought you were going to say that he's stuck in another show as soon as he exits like it's- <laughs> oh my god like it's another layer yeah, yeah. it's just one a massive, show within a show it's just one massive yeah. set showception oh shit <laughs> but, but that, that's actually no, kind of genius actually that that would that would be interesting um i just don't think you could pull it off in a way that's meaningful and yeah. uh i guess you know poetic or complimentary to the truman show i totally get it because mm. the whole point at the end you know he's he's up there and it's like it's his future is up to him it's not for us the audience to sort of peer into that Mm. and and you know that's his business so i i totally like i think it's an awful idea Mm. um i feel like they would do it (laughs) (laughs) because it's an awful idea to sort of like risk (laughs) risk a great movie well hopefully none of the big studios will listen to this podcast where they can get that idea from Except for Mean Girls, do Mean Girls, do, do oh, the Mean yes. Girls thing. Yeah, so get one good one, one bad one. <laughs> All right, next topic of the of the day is true story films. Are true story films, in your opinion, sort of are they are they in bad taste? Like, what's your opinion on a true story story true story film that has taken a true tragic event? And is turning it into a film for people's entertainment and for money. I'd really say it depends on the event and depends on how fast they do it. Absolute, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. that's fasting for sure. Yeah, I feel everything has time. I can't remember when the World Trade Center came out after nine eleven. Mm. I'm not sure, but I feel that was the right amount of time. I could be wrong, mm. but yeah, it definitely oh. depends on what happened i know zero dark dark 30 came out very quickly yeah it's well received as well so it was yeah yeah Yeah. and i guess it's because it's i don't know it's like what was it 10 over 10 years of just looking for him in the making pretty much in real world 
Yeah. So I guess that's probably why they're trying to capitalize on that. But yeah, mm. I, I'm I'm for I do enjoy the occasional true, um, true story film here and there. But um, mm. yeah, it really depends on what the event is and how fast they do it. Yeah, I mean, I agree too. Like we just had, or not not recently, but like I guess in the last two years, they were they announced um a thing about the the Christchurch terrorist attack. Oh yeah, that oh. happened in our. And our, yeah. and our country here in New Zealand, Roseburn's um, Jacinda Ardern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they, they were you know capitalizing on her experience through it, um, and that was not well received at all. I think they kind of backtrack on the entire idea. Mm. Yeah, I, I haven't I, heard much ever since. Yeah, that yeah. I I don't think anything's happened since then because of it. Um, and that's an example of where it's it's too soon, and it's it's done in that way where it's bad where. You got your Rose Burners, Jacinda Ardern here, mm. and you don't, with a tragic event like that, you don't want to show it through the eyes of the leader doing it. It has to be something more meaningful and cathartic, and it has to pay respect to the people that actually suffered. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, Jacinda didn't really. She, she led us through a terrible time and stuff like that, but like, you, it needs to be meaningful and really needs to pay respect to you know the tragedy itself so yeah i totally agree yeah it's, it's about the message it's about if it's it, it can't just be for money it has to be more than that yeah mm. and, and in a way though this there does still feel something a little slimy about um you know taking a tragic event like that and then just focusing on the politician exactly you know and it's yeah. like well i i get you can't really focus on like the people who experienced it. Mm. you don't yeah. want to see those images of course yeah but at the same time, I, I almost think to myself, it's like, how could you even make a movie about this in like a way that isn't twisted to dramatize, you know, reality? Yeah, I don't, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, nor do I. Mm. Um, but I'm sorry. Um, there are stuff like, um, Stronger, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Has anyone seen that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, based on the Boston bombing, bombing at the end yeah. of the marathon. Yeah, that was good because it focused on a specific person and that tragedy there yeah and and it still paid respect to the entire tragedy itself so you know if you can focus on one person that was you know directly affected and create a really cathartic message out of that mm. there's some there's some good in that you know yeah that's yeah. true yeah yeah um i mean I feel like it's as you guys say it's like yeah it's about timing mm. um but at the same time i think it's also about like the the amount you're twisting the twisting reality yeah because you i mean you true story based on a true story Mm. you can do that for so much you can get away with so much Mm. saying based on a true story the conjuring based on a true story oh really that's yeah like they have that on the opening title. So it's real on both films. So that yeah. actually. But happens. that's the thing. Yeah, the the, the, <laughs> the Annabelle doll is actually real, but it doesn't look like the Annabelle doll in the film, right? It's like completely different. I don't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it like uh. based on a real doll? Yeah, yeah. So the Annabelle doll is an actual doll. Oh called gosh. Annabelle, but doesn't look like the doll we see. It looks friendlier. It's like oh, I can't remember. I don't. <laughs> I can't remember what it looked like. Oh, man. So, so I guess that is sort of like a theme where it's like mm. you know those sorts of films which are like ridiculous in yeah. a way. You know, you've got like really ridiculous creatures and demons running around in that, and it's like based on a true story. I mean, I get, I get mm. you're exaggerating, um, but you know, I feel like there is no, there's honestly, there's no line within. 
mm. um, film where it's like, oh, this is really true to reality and this is not even close. You know, it's like, where is that line? And it's like, mm. how much can you twist a real event? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I've seen stuff like Fargo. Have you guys seen the movie Fargo? No. No, it has a TV series as well. Yeah. And um, really want to get into it. The the opening shots is based on a true story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Not at it's all. It's a complete lie. Really? Because you can say it. You, you don't actually have to abide by it legally. You can say it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a little scary. It is kind of scary. In its way, yeah. Yeah. But mm. that will do it for us today on the Movie Games Roundtable. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. If you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot that over to our Instagram page. And we may cover it on the next episode. Thank you, James and Nan, for joining me. Thanks. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. I'm sorry. Well, we didn't nod your head I to say thank you. I was waiting for Nan, to be fair. And I looked at you and I nodded we my head. We were just head. staring at each other, waiting for the first person to go. It was an yeah. audible nod. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're, we were just playing chicken, me and James. <laughs> right. Bye. See ya. See ya.